You're quite hairy compared to other spiders we might see in the house. Why is that? That's because we have an exoskeleton which is rigid and there are no nerves in there. So we have to have lots of sensory hairs all over our body so that we know what's going on. So if we brush against something, those hairs will let us know that we're touching something or if something touches us, we know that. Why do we often find you in the bath? We house spiders, we love to just wander around. Most of the year, we're spending our lives out in sheds and log piles outside. And then as the autumn comes, we males, we feel that urge. It's time to have a family. Let's go and reproduce. So we wander off in search of a female. And this often takes us into houses. So we wander around and we find ourselves in a very inhospitable environment. So we just keep moving. And if we encounter a bath, then, well, that's that's just appalling because we, we come to the edge and we go, oh, that's a bit slippery. And then if we're not careful, we go a little bit too close to the edge and, wow, we slid down and we're in the bottom of the bath. And then we can't get out. So uh, we're stuck there until you come along in the morning and go, ah! Mm, Yes, we do tend to go, ah. And so how should we handle you when we find you in the bath? Well, the best way is to avoid having to handle us at all. Um, Leave a towel draped over the edge of the bath so that if we're in the bottom bath, we can find that, we can crawl up and escape, and then you'll never find us. But if you do find us in the bath, then the best thing is to get a glass and a postcard or something, slide us under this, I mean, a piece of paper, gently lift us out and release us in the garden. Please don't just chuck us out the window. Because, you know, um, as we're a larger spider, by the time we hit the ground, if we land on your patio, it tends to be a bit of a splat job. Because although we have a robust front half, our cephalothorax, as you call it, um, that's quite tough. But the abdomen isn't quite so robust. So if that hits the ground, then it tends to be curtains for us. Um, Can you swim? No, we cannot swim. Which brings me to one of the horror stories, as far as we're concerned, that we're always being flushed down the plug hole. And we have to struggle around. We hang on to the sides and climb our way back up. And then invariably, someone just turns on the tap again, and we have to do it all over again. So we have to wait until they've gone, come out, run around the bath. Hopefully there's that towel has been left there, and we can escape. But it's a nightmare. The plug hole is not where we go. Would we miss you if you were gone? I guess as a as an individual species, I probably wouldn't be greatly missed. But if spiders in general were to go, uh, that would be an ecological disaster because we exert huge pressure on invertebrate populations. We eat loads and loads of other insects, and in fact, other spiders. We we we're really not fussy about what we eat. We're, other spiders are just as tasty as a good fly or a beetle. And if we weren't doing that, then numbers could dramatically increase. Insects in particular, they can reproduce at phenomenal rates. And it's the work that we do as spiders and other predatory insects that just keep that under control. So we spiders have to be on the job 24-7, making sure that the insects don't get out of control. So that's what we do. We spiders are safeguarding the world against it being overrun by trillions and trillions of insects. How fast can you run? Oh, crumbs. Uh, Well, we can run fairly fast. We can probably run at, at something like about the equivalent of about 10 miles an hour, but for a very short burst. It's always for a short distance because this is all about the way we breathe. Because you mammals, you have lungs and you can draw air into your body and so you're constantly 
loading fresh oxygen into your bodies. But we spiders, we don't have lungs, we can't do that. We have things called book lungs. It's an organ on the underside of our abdomen and the oxygen diffuses in and we can then have a burst of energy but very quickly we use up all of the available oxygen so we have to wait for fresh oxygen to come back in. Then we can go on again. So that's why it's always short bursts. If we spiders are pushed and we keep running and we're made to run again, eventually we just can't go any further because we've just used up all of the oxygen that's available in our bodies and that's it. We can't go any farther. So we shouldn't chase you then? Please don't chase us, no. We like to be left alone. <laughs> What's your greatest asset? It's probably an aesthetic one, that we spiders are famous for our webs. And these are, um, even though I say it myself, they are stunningly beautiful constructions. How long does it take you to build a, a web? Um, overnight. We can do it in about 12 hours. Um, and, of course, the great advantage of the web is that it's a very portable way of collecting our food. And what we tend to do is to choose a good spot and, and then make our web the silk. Because silk is quite expensive for us to produce in terms of the energy it takes. The energetic costs are quite high. So it's very important that we make the best use of our webs that we can. How do you produce that silk? Well, you know, that all goes on inside me, so, you know, why I, I've got no idea, you know. Um, but apparently, yeah, humans who study spiders uh, are also baffled as to how this happens. We produce a series of proteins in, in, in glands inside of our abdomen, and we tend to mix them to make different kinds of silk. And then these are fed out through our spinnerets but we don't squeeze it out it's not like toothpaste where we squeeze it out and then out comes a thread of silk we have to place a leg onto the spinneret and we grab a little bit of silk that's already there and then as we pull that out of the spinneret more liquid silk comes through the spinneret from the inside and something happens as it travels through that tiny channel inside the spinneret, which um, transforms the structure and it changes from a liquid into the solid strand that is known as spider silk. As far as we spiders are concerned, you know, it just happens. We want silk, we drag it out, we make things with it. That's great, you know. We don't bother to stop and ask, well, how's that happening? Because <laughs> it's just so useful. Let's get on with it. What's your perfect meal? We feed on a wide range of other invertebrates, and we're really not that fussy. And we do like another spider. So if another spider comes into our web, then we will we will certainly catch it and eat it. But this can backfire. We are very tempted to try and eat the very long-legged, um, daddy long-legged spiders that we get up in the corners of rooms inside houses. And we do like to try and eat those. And this always goes horribly wrong, because we, we tend to... <laughs> especially in the autumn, um, then the males are wandering around it. And of course, they're always looking for a meal on the go. So we're looking for some fast food. And we think, ah, oh, daddy long-legged spider, that'll do. And we climb up, getting very close to where the daddy long-legged spider is. And then just as we're about to make that jump, or, or sometimes even as we jump, we make a jump and we land right where the spider was. But the daddy long-legged spider has slipped sideways. And, and suddenly we feel a tiny nip on the end of our legs. <laughs> And we turn round, and it's the last thing we ever do. We are dead. So the daddy long-legged spider is really bad news for us house spiders. We shouldn't be tempted, but we so often are, and it's always fatal. Do you ever want to have a, have a go at us, humans? No, 
No, you're far too big and, and far too boring. I mean, you don't taste good and, and you've got such tough skins. Oh, crumbs, you know. We just can't get through it. It's like um, you humans trying to eat a rhinoceros, you know, while it was still alive. You know, well, you know, you're never going to get your teeth through that, are you? So... If you had a message for us, what would it be? A message for humans? I think that would be to take better care of the world around you. Because we spiders, you know, we can just eat a few insects. We can make beautiful webs. But you humans, you seem to be charging around and you're doing so much damage. Can you please get that under control? You know, get your act together, humans. Come on, there's a lot to do. And I think if you took better care of the natural world, we spiders would be much happier and we wouldn't turn up in your bath so often. Mm-hmm.